0: The United States now has the highest number of confirmed coronavirus cases out of any nation in the world. Among those getting sick are those in the military. Locally, sailors on ships based out of San Diego and a Marine at MCAS Miramar have tested positive, with dozens of cases being reported out of the Navy so far. Given the close quarters on ships and a medical system built for trauma, the Navy faces a unique medical challenge. Today is Thursday, March 26th. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your coronavirus update, a special episode of your San Diego News Fix. Andrew Dyer, you covered the military for the Union-Tribune, and just like every aspect of American life, the military is also affected by the coronavirus outbreak. Let's start with some background information. What are some of the first things that the military has been doing to try to prevent the spread of this virus within its ranks?
1: Well, the first thing uh, that came a couple of weeks ago was uh, we saw some large gatherings get canceled. Um, The Navy suspended public boot camp graduations in Illinois. Um, The Air Force did the same thing in San Antonio. And uh, then finally, the uh, Marines followed suit um, a couple of days later. Um, And that was really the, the first adjustment that we saw Um, around the same time the Navy ordered uh, ships in the Pacific um, to stay out to sea for two weeks after visiting a foreign port, Um, and they started doing uh, more stringent cleaning stations every day to kind of disinfect uh, parts of the ship where uh, sailors congregate and and pass through.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And uh at this point, several cases have been reported in the military. What do we know so far?
1: Well, we know we only know what they will tell us. Mm-hmm. And um, the information coming out has changed over the last couple of weeks. Um, whenever there were only a handful of cases, we got very specific uh information from the services. Um, the first was a soldier in Korea. Um, the first local case was a Marine at um, at uh, Marine Corps Air Station Miramar. But as cases have expanded to ships in San Diego and uh, throughout the continental U.S., uh, the military has kind of uh, tightened down on, on how much information it lets get out, um, the thinking being that uh, our enemies abroad uh, don't need to know where we might have significant impacts. Mm -hmm.
0: And I imagine this situation varies a lot based on what each, you know, part of the military is doing. For instance, something on a base is different from on a ship. When it comes to the ships, what is the Navy doing to try to prevent the spread? Because those are close
1: quarters. Right. And um, so we we got uh, big news today. uh, The Acting Secretary of the Navy Thomas Modley uh, announced that the uh, aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt, which is homeported in San Diego, um, there is an outbreak on the Roosevelt of COVID 19. Um, mm-hmm. Two days ago, they announced three sailors were sick. Uh, yesterday, they announced five more, although they didn't name the Roosevelt specifically. But then today, the Wall Street Journal reported that. Up to 23 sailors on board Roosevelt have uh, COVID-19. Now, the uh, Secretary of the Navy, he said the ship is pulling into Guam, which is uh, an island in the uh, Western Pacific Ocean uh, with a a U.S. base and a a Navy hospital. Um, It it is going there. The sailors are going to be confined to the, the pier area, and the Navy is going to test every sailor on board the Roosevelt, uh, which is more than 5,000 sailors um, for, for COVID-19. Um, the chief of naval operations, Admiral Mike Gilday, uh, he put out a statement a little while ago. Um, he said the stop in Guam was a previously scheduled port visit. Um, but yeah, this uh, this virus has essentially uh, taken an American carrier off off the grid for the time being, which I think is the big threat of this virus as it spreads among the the military, especially uh, military that is deployed and Mm -hmm. um, conducting operations. Um, We've seen uh, other military operations uh, curtailed or canceled altogether, both in Europe and in in the Pacific region. So um, it's definitely having an effect on our training and exercises, which are uh, a part of daily life in the military. Mm-hmm. And for
0: those sailors that are on the ships, is it even possible to have social distancing in those kind of scenarios, or is this virus just going to spread like wildfire?
1: Uh, D- Daniel, um, it's absolutely impossible to have social distancing on, on a Navy ship. Um, you know, I was in the Navy for a number of years. I served on aircraft carriers, which are obviously the largest ships. And even, even on a carrier, you have um, you know, very narrow passageways, um, uh, on the lower decks, uh, you have these kind of manholes called scuttles that sailors have to squeeze through. So, I mean, every single sailor that works in a below deck space might be squeezing through these same, these same, uh, holes, uh, in the deck. So no, there's no way to effectively enforce social distancing on a ship. Um, you, You even have a a worse situation on submarines, which are much more uh, tight space uh, Mm -hmm. situations. Um, To address this, uh, what the Navy is doing, um, it started on submarines where they're having the crew of the sub come on board two weeks before the ship is due to leave port. Mm -hmm. And they will basically be sequestered on board during that time to uh, make sure everybody is healthy when the ship goes out to sea. Uh, now just today well, we, we first reported last night that a an amphibious ship in in San Diego, the, the Somerset, um was doing that with its sailors. Uh we found out today that it is the entire amphibious ready group, which includes two more ships, um, the Macon Island and the San Diego. Um all sailors on those ships will be uh essentially confined to the ship um for at least two weeks the san diego is currently out to sea it is coming back very soon but once they come back um its sailors are going to be kept on board um so they are not going out into the community potentially uh catching this virus and then bringing it back on board the ship
0: mm-hmm. and uh this is kind of hypothetical but let's say uh, someone on one of these ships um you know has it and things take a turn for the worst they need to have a ventilator are those supplies on the ships, and can someone get the necessary medical care, or are they going to have to go to a military hospital at a base or somewhere else to get that needed help
1: well both uh, it really depends on the kind of ship so mm-hmm. um, the amphibs and the carriers you know they have large medical departments um, and they're able to uh, do um, most ma- major medical procedures um, and I I think that you know the ships are equipped to deal with I think uh limited cases mm-hmm. of the of the virus um they are able to isolate sailors and marines um but what we've seen so far is these affected sailors are flown off of the vessel and then taken to a a, a DOD hospital mm-hmm. um within range so um even though they they may be able to deal with it early on if you were to have a case of many, many sailors contracting the virus and needing to be uh, isolated, um, you know that's something that even our, our shore-based um, hospitals are, are struggling to do right now. So um, y- you can imagine on a on a ship, it, it's even harder.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, these ships are essentially floating cities, and even a, a city of 5,000 only has, you know less than 50 beds in most cases. So you can only imagine what kind of, you know, tragedy could unfold, but we always hope for the best. So it seems the military is becoming more and more tight lipped about this information, you know, citing uh, security concerns. Um, Have you been told about how many cases we'll hear about after everyone's tested? Or do you expect just kind of a, a blackout until, you know, some report comes out years from now?
1: I think they're still going to uh, report aggregate numbers. Um, the Navy has stopped announcing individual cases and started doing batches, mm-hmm. which, you know, was inevitable anyway, just given the numbers. So um, I don't think that is a an issue of not being transparent. It's more just a issue of manpower, like you don't have enough people to write an individual release for each sailor. Uh, you know yesterday they reported seventeen sailors navy wide um I'm sorry seventeen people navy wide not all of them are are active duty military. there are also civilian navy employees who are are testing positive so um but i i, I anticipate um those numbers to increase day by day um if you look at how the, for example how the Union Tribune is reporting cases in san diego county um we use these very nicely designed graphs uh, that illustrate a a curve in in the increased number of cases, and if you look at the Department of Defense, the military, and the Navy, um, you know th- their personnel are following essentially the same curve, so we're seeing a, a similar i think rate of of, of infection um, in the military as we're seeing in the general population
0: mm-hmm. and uh, we've also seen the Navy help out with kind of the response. To this ongoing crisis. Uh, we have medical ships that will go out to Los Angeles and New York. Uh, are you aware of any other plans that uh, may involve the Navy or other parts of the military to help the country fight this virus?
1: So, yeah, and it's funny you mentioned the Mercy. Um, the Mercy is actually still off the coast of San Diego. Um, I've gotten uh, reports from folks emailing me, uh, letting me know that, hey, the the Mercy's is uh, visible off of Point Loma it's down over by out by the islands but it is going to Los Angeles um, it's expected tomorrow in LA and I'm I'm told by third fleet officials that it's it's going to pull in and it's ready to go to take on passengers um, another hospital ship on the east coast the comfort is uh, going to be going to New York um, once it's ready to go out to sea um, outside of that Uh, The National Guard is uh, mobilizing um, in all 50 states to assist uh, mostly with logistics and and supply chain um, issues. But one thing about the Navy medical uh, system and the entire uh, Defense Department medical system, you know, it's really not designed to deal with infectious disease. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a medical system that is for combat, you know, it is to deal with trauma um that comes with combat. And so that is what it is equipped to do. And that is what its uh physicians and surgical personnel are, are trained to do. They're 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 trained to deal with, you know, soldiers um potentially injured, missing limbs, with bleeding or mm-hmm. gunshot wounds. You know, this is what uh these ships and these uh medical professionals are trained and equipped to do. Um, infectious disease is is just something different. Um, so, uh, the Pentagon has been very careful about overcommitting um, as far as what it can do medically, and and that's the the reason that they give is just it's not quite set up to to deal with this. Um, but you know you you do see them preparing. I, I've spoken with um, uh, Navy Medical Forces Pacific. About their preparations, you know, they don't have a lot of ICU beds in the Mm -hmm. two major uh, Navy medical centers um, here, which is uh, Camp Pendleton and uh, Balboa. Um, They have a limited number of ventilators. It's about 120 um, across the entire Pacific region. So, um, like I said, this isn't a medical system designed to deal with uh, an infectious disease like uh, like coronavirus.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, it seems like the most help that the Navy or any part of the military could do would just be to help with the supply chain and getting needed resources from one state to another.
1: Right. And, and you know, they might have some stores of of, of personal protective equipment um, available. Uh, they may be even able to um, assist in, in, in that. But uh, officially from DOD, um, they've been very careful about Overpromising what what they can do right now, they're mainly um, assisting Health and Human Services um, whenever they're asked to, to provide that help, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. such as like making space available at Miramar for uh, for quarantine.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense, and it also kind of mirrors the federal response of you know focusing on states and other parts of government to kind of fight this on a you know city by city, county by county, state by state level than a federal response. So also in in reporting all of these stories, have you had a chance to speak to any service members or even veterans about their concerns about an outbreak in the military, be it on a ship or on a base?
1: Well, I think um, the concerns I'm hearing a lot, uh, I am hearing from service members. I'm also hearing from their families. Um, And obviously they're very concerned Um, when they look around and they see their neighbors working from home and being told to stay at home and then their service member is still commuting to and from work every day on on a ship, um, absolutely. People are concerned. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard from uh, Marines that say you know maybe some folks aren't taking it as seriously as they should. Um, you know, having parties and such over the weekend, uh, either in the the barracks or at their uh, off base residences. So I think I think there's still a long way to go with the military in emphasizing uh, the importance of of maintaining social distance but the thing is is you know the military has a very unique job in, in national defense and national security and that is where the commander's mindset is right mm-hmm. uh, if if i'm a if i'm a commanding general my first concern is are we ready if if, if you know if war breaks out today are we ready to send uh, troops into combat tonight you know that is where their priorities are and so anything that takes away from that like an infectious disease is really something that that's tough to it's tough to pivot and focus on that without letting your guard down um when it mm-hmm. comes to national security and, and that that might be we be part of the reason we've seen kind of a, a lag in the military's response especially compared to the civilian government
0: so what do we know if anything about the positive cases here locally in san diego
1: uh, right now, across the military, um, we've got just over 30 uh, confirmed positive cases. Uh, the vast majority of those are Navy. Uh, there's only four Marines that have tested positive. And uh, in the Navy, I think it's particularly concerning because um, ha- about half of their cases are sailors assigned to, to ships based in San Diego. And so early on, the Navy was telling us which ships, but but they stopped doing that uh-huh. last week. Um, so we don't know which ships or how many sailors on each ship but um the fact that we do have uh more and more sailors testing positive each day from uh, ships on the on the waterfront i uh, I think it's concerning and, and it really shows that um some of the measures the Navy's taken may may not be uh as effective as as they'd like mm-hmm uh, on the other hand, um, who knows how many more cases there might be, had they not taken those measures? It's it's tough to tell.
0: Certainly, and the same problem of not enough testing, asymptomatic cases. It's a problem everywhere, even in the military.
1: Right, and I've been I've been um, asking everybody who will get on the phone with me about this for about two weeks now. Um, you know, for a sailor to get tested for COVID nineteen. Um you have to hit certain threat, uh, certain benchmarks right set by the CDC the same as uh, as in the civilian side so if you don't have a high temperature or you don't have severe symptoms and you haven't traveled somewhere or had contact with a known positive uh, they're not testing you um but the issue is and that we're hearing from experts is that you know people may not exhibit symptoms and mm-hmm. still have the virus and they still may be contagious so if, if you are asymptomatic, um, like uh, Senator Rand Paul, who uh, recently tested positive, you know, he had gone to uh, the Senate gym and, and used its facilities and stuff. Um, you know, you still have those same conditions on, on the ships. And if sailors aren't being tested um, and they're, they're asymptomatic or their symptoms aren't severe, um, you know, it raises a lot of questions about, Uh, why they're not being more thorough with their testing. And I think you're seeing that now, at least with the Roosevelt, where they are finally uh, just testing the entire crew.
0: All right. Andrew Dyer, thank you so much and stay safe.
1: Hey, thank you, Daniel.
0: Now, your coronavirus update. A third San Diego County resident has died from coronavirus. She was an 87-year-old woman. The county reported 58 new cases, and there are now 341 confirmed cases in the county. During the daily briefing, San Diego County officials said that they're working with UCSD to convert a dorm into an off-care facility for people who are recovering from COVID, but aren't quite healthy enough to come home. The county is expected to receive a mobile field hospital from the federal government. Also, Rady's Children's Hospital has offered to increase the age limit of its patients to the mid-20s in order to ensure that adult healthcare systems have the capacity to care for older patients. City officials said that a San Diego lifeguard has tested positive for the virus. Today was the deadliest day so far in the pandemic. More than 240 people have died nationwide. Today was supposed to be opening day for the San Diego Padres, and in lieu of celebrations, God Bless America blared over the Petco Park speakers. All travelers that use the Cross Border Express bridge to get to Mexico will be required to complete a health questionnaire and have their temperature checked. The move comes after nearly a week after the border was closed for all non-essential travel. Property taxes are still due on April 10th, but some late fees may be waived in lieu of the virus. San Diego County Sheriff Bill Gore said today that his department would not shut down gun stores amid the pandemic. Whether or not gun stores are considered essential businesses is up to individual jurisdictions. Barron's Market in North Park has installed plexiglass barriers on Thursday at each cash register to help prevent the spread of coronavirus. The grocery store is also limiting the number of customers inside to 30 at a time. Staff will also ensure customers are 6 feet apart while waiting in line at checkout. For the first time in history, the Hotel Del Coronado is closed. Ongoing construction projects will continue based on what's allowed by the current social distancing rules. Chula Vista Councilman Steve Padilla remains in an intensive care unit and on a ventilator, but his condition is now stable. His daughter released a statement late Wednesday. Padilla is also the chair of the State Coastal Commission and is one of several local politicians to contract the virus. The city of San Diego expects to lose $109 million in projected tax revenue due to decreased economic activity. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. We want to remind you that information is your first line of defense. The San Diego Union-Tribune is dedicated to bringing you the latest news in print, online, and on our podcasts. Right now, you can read our public health stories related to the coronavirus online for free without hitting the paywall. But you can get all of our news at your fingertips, wherever and whenever you want if you're a subscriber. Don't miss a story. Go to UnionShip.com slash subscribe. Until next time.